It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Dodgers, your daily Los Angeles Dodgers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So I say D, I say D-O, D-O-D, D-O-D-G, D-O-D-G-E-R-S, team, 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 team. Hello, Dodger fans. It's Vince checking in real quick. Jeff was supposed to have our crossover preview with Locked on Rockies, Jenna of Locked on Rockies, but their schedules weren't able to sync up. So we're going to bring you our mailbag episode from that we recorded last week. Uh, nothing really time sensitive or pressing in there that was needed. So we were able to push it back and there hasn't really been any Dodgers news in the last week. So nothing that, you know, won't really apply still. Uh, one note for MLB news is that MLB uh, may have or not may have to, but may decide to cancel the 2020 draft in order to help teams save money because of the lost revenue that will occur in April and probably all of May. Uh, but as that story develops, we'll be sure to talk about it at some point here on Locked on Dodgers. Uh Another note for the upcoming episode you're about to hear, it was the same night from last week that where Jeff had audio quality issues. Uh, just remember his apology from last week and replay that again in your head. Uh, you know, basically Jeff owned up to his audio quality issues and vows to do better. All right, guys, talk to you guys later. Here is Locked On Dodgers. Hello, Dodger fans, and welcome to Locked On Dodgers. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. Locked On, your team every day. This is the daily podcast covering the Los Angeles Dodgers, bringing you the smart fans' perspective on our boys in blue. I'm Vince Samperio of Chavez Ravine Fiends, back with my guy, Jeff Snyder of Baseball Essential. Jeff, how are you doing? I am doing well, Vince. Thanks for asking. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, like we said on yesterday's show, we're recording our mailbag episode after yesterday's show. So I already know how Jeff is doing, but I was still going to ask anyway. Yeah, and that's why I really appreciate it. Because I'm like, you didn't have to ask. You know, but so I appreciate it. But yeah, it's still Wednesday night where we are, so. Yeah, so... Uh, like we said, we're, we're going to answer your guys' questions that we asked for earlier in the week on this episode. So stay tuned for that. But before we get into that, a quick reminder to subscribe to Locked On Dodgers wherever you get your podcasts. And when you get in your car in the morning, tell your smart device to play a podcast, Locked On Dodgers. Um, all right, Jeff, let's just jump right into these questions. The first one is from Matt Bix at Matt Bix. He asks, who is in play for the 26th roster spot? Uh, he adds Edwin Rios, DJ Peters, Terrence Gore, question um, mark. Yeah, and we talked a little bit about this on Wednesday's episode when we talked about Edwin Rios. Um, yeah, I mean, DJ Peters and, and Terrence Gore, no. DJ Peters because he, um, I mean, he's an outfielder. He doesn't have, uh, yeah, he, he's just not ready for the big leagues and not ready to contribute to 
the Major League Dodgers. Terrence Gore, because he uh, he is a one-tool player. And while that tool is elite, uh, he he can't hit, and he's not great on defense. All he can do is run, and there are too many actual baseball players vying for that 26th spot to give it to a guy who's not an actual baseball player. No offense to Terrence Gore. I'm sure he's a nice guy. Uh, but yeah, he's not in play for it. So yeah, I mean, Edwin Rios, like I said on Wednesday's episode, I, I think we both did. We both think that Matt Beatty is that 26th guy. Because when you look at it, you've got uh, you've got a backup catcher, Austin Barnes, we'll call it. You've got the half of the, of the Pollock-Peterson platoon that's not playing. So we'll say Barnes, Pollock. And then you've got Taylor and Kike, who both can play everywhere. And then you only have that one spot left. And Matt Beatty, like I like I said the other day, he has proven himself at the big league level. He's proven himself again this spring. Uh, he's done everything the Dodgers have asked, and he's done it well. And there's zero reason to think that, uh, barring injury, obviously, there's no reason to think that it won't be Matt Beatty in that spot. Uh, my first question for you, Vince, comes from Roger at Raj Rocks with a Z, so you know it's cool. He asks, when will, we, when will we be able to watch the Dodgers locally without Spectrum? Okay. Um, well, you can right now. It requires some other purchases, uh, but you can watch locally right now if you really wanted to. And if you want to find out how to do that, you can reach out to me or Jeff and we can help you out. Uh, if it, if you mean when can we watch on regular TV or cable with with uh, without Spectrum, then that's not going to happen without Spectrum. Uh, you will be able to watch with Spectrum eventually, maybe if uh, you know Directv ever takes it on their plate to have uh, Sportsnet LA on their slate. Uh, but if not. I forget the figure they told me last year when I went to Spectrum for the Bloggers Day. Uh, but more than, I forget what the initially reported number was for how many people can get Spectrum in the LA area. But that number is higher than you think. Uh, but the incentive to go to Spectrum has to be the Dodgers or else you probably wouldn't go to Spectrum. Especially if you're into other sports and football. So... I'm not sure, you know, DirecTV has enough incentive to do that. But if you want to watch it without Spectrum currently, uh, there's the way to do so if you need to. Yeah, you could DM either of us. I did see an interesting note, somebody wondering if if Major League Baseball decides to play games without fans in the stadiums, would they lighten up on the blackout restrictions on MLB TV during that time? Because if you can't go to the stadium, it, there's no no justification for blacking out the games so i thought that was interesting to think about anyway yeah yeah uh, i don't put that on mlb i don't think mlb would do that but who knows maybe they'll surprise yep. us uh, all right next question is from at scully fan and he asks who will be starting at second base on opening day uh assuming we mean for the dodgers which because uh, this is a dodgers podcast and uh the asker is a Vince Scully fan. So uh, the Giants officially announced on Wednesday what we all kind of assumed, which is that Johnny Cueto will be their opening day starter, which means that uh, even if the Dodgers were thinking about 
doing some sort of platoon at second base, uh, Gavin Lux is going to be the opening day starter at second base. He's the left-handed hitter. I think he's going to start most of the games at, at second base and definitely on opening day against Johnny Cueto. I don't see any reason to think that Lux won't be the starter. Uh, last question of this half of the show. And we say half in air quotes because I think the questions of the second half will be longer. Uh, but your last one from Brian Ferguson at Brian P. Ferguson. Can anyone in the National League West make the race competitive this year? Define competitive. Uh, do I think anyone can finish within 10 games of the Dodgers? Yes. Do I believe anyone will seriously challenge the Dodgers less than 10 games? Not really. The Diamondbacks did get better in some areas this offseason. They were, uh, you know, a good team last year, not a great team. They added the other Marte to, to join Cattell Marte. They added said Madison Bumgarner, who is probably a number two or three starter, but for them might be their number one. Uh, I think they're the only team that can seriously challenge the Dodgers uh, as much as possible. I don't think the Padres have the pitching, but the Padres are getting closer. The Giants are pretty far out in the Rockies have just kind of plummeted since taking the Dodgers to game 163 in 2018. So, yeah, I don't think the Dodgers will get seriously challenged unless, obviously, they play down like they did in 2018 and kind of let a team like the Diamondbacks hang around and and get closer than we thought. But other than that, I don't think there's any real challenge for the Dodgers. I agree. I don't think anybody gets within or finishes within 15 games of them. Yeah, so that will do it for these questions. We'll come back. We got some more questions from you guys, so make sure you stay locked on Dodgers. Do you hate stepping on the scale? Maybe it's because you haven't met the right one. A company called Withings produced the world's first smart scale, and they're still the best. In fact, Tom's Guide rated Withings Body Plus the best overall smart scale of 2020. If you're looking to lose weight, willpower is key. But you know what else is key? Having the right tools. And Withings Smart Scales are known for durability with an exceptional user-friendly design. You step on and data from every way and syncs automatically to the free app for iOS and Android via Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. Lots of Smart Scales don't have the Wi-Fi option and it means you need to have your phone on. But Withings Body Plus gives weight, full body composition, weight trend, even a local weather report, the scale can support up to eight users and even know who is who. So here's the deal you can get right now. 25% off of Withings Body Plus at Withings.com for a very limited time. Go to Withings.com slash MLB to get 25% off Body Plus Body Composition Scale. That's W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S dot com slash MLB to get 25% off right now go do it okay we are here and we're going to get into our obscure former dodger um there was no rhyme or reason for this one i just searched the dodgers in 2001 found a guy that was on the team in 2001 and it was actually his second stint with the dodgers and that's tom goodwin Tom Goodwin, uh, once I saw the name, I remembered a quick story when I was at a Giants-Dodgers game. Can't remember if it was in L.A. or NSF, but regardless, it was when the, in 2002, Tom Goodwin was on the Giants, and we were sitting by some Giants fans, and Tom Goodwin got on base, maybe stole the base. I'm not entirely sure what he did, 
uh, but these Giants fans called Tom Goodwin. Oh, that young kid who runs really fast. He's going to be great for the Giants in the future. <laughs> At that time, Tom Goodwin was 33 years old. So that's when I, you know, first started learning that Giants fans may not be the brightest fans out there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. He only played two more seasons after that. That was his only season with the Giants. And uh, yeah, not super young. Yeah. But uh, Tom Goodwin. Uh, had a, has an interesting little story. He was drafted in 1986, did not sign. He was on the gold medal winning USA baseball team at the 1988 Olympics. Uh, and the Olympics are supposed to be back this year for baseball if they get played. Uh, and then he was drafted by the Dodgers and signed with them in 1989. Uh, one funny note on his Wikipedia page is it says, one sentence says, at 6'1", Goodwin was only 175 pounds, which gave him an advantage over his heavier teammates. <laughs> so, not sure who wrote that, but uh, thank you for that uh, incredible knowledge of how Tom Goodwin succeeded. But yeah, Tom Goodwin was very fast. He's a coach now. Uh, nothing that I specifically remember from his Dodgers career, but yeah, Tom Goodwin. Jeff, you got anything? You're not looking at his baseball reference page, are you? I have it up, but I don't look at it. it, Okay. Uh, He has four times. He led the league in something, uh, including in 1996, he led the majors in, in two categories. And one other year he led his league, the American league in each of those two categories. Uh, So two categories, he led him, led the league twice each. Uh, Any guesses what they were? Um, I'll give you a hint. They were both, both bad. I know what was in stolen bases, so I believe caught stealing is one yep, of them. He led the majors in caught stealing in 96 and led the American League in caught stealing in 98. Uh, okay, so. The bad, other one's not, not as right, bad but... as caught stealing. Some people might even say it's good, but they're wrong. Oh, so sacrifice yep. one. Yeah. In <laughs> 1996, he led the majors with 22 caught stealings and 21 sacrifice bunts, which means there were 43 times that Tom Goodwin got out when uh when he didn't have to yeah sounds fun uh, all right let's get back into these questions uh this next one is a doozy so i'm excited to hear you talk about it and it's from mr dodger 1966 at mr dodger 1966 and he asks how can a dodgers fan even get the least bit excited at any regular season results so they win another nos title and 100 plus wins what has that ever gotten them? Can we just fast forward to October? Well, Mr. Dodger, nineteen sixty-six. Uh, if you listen to this podcast very often, you will not be surprised to learn that I disagree with your philosophy on life. Uh, I respect you as a person. I'm sure you're a great person. I think you're wrong. Uh, you know, when you say what has that ever gotten them? Uh, I don't know what has ever gotten the Dodgers, but I'll tell you what has gotten me as a fan. It has gotten me. You know, for example, for the last seven years, I've gotten six to seven months of a whole lot of enjoyment of watching really good baseball. That's fun. Uh, 2013, watching the Dodgers go 42 and eight, watching Yasiel Puig come up and, and tear, you know, light the world on fire. That was awesome. 2014, watching Clayton Kershaw win the MVP award and be nearly unhittable, uh, even in years that the Dodgers weren't good. 2011, watching Matt Kemp. Uh, and Clayton Kershaw both be awesome, even though the re- the team around them sucked. You know, 2017, watching the Dodgers, you know, 
other than a couple games in October, that was seven months of basically pure bliss. And then you look at last year, the Dodgers had whatever, 800 walk-off wins, uh, everybody contributing. It Last season was a fun, fun season to be a, a Dodger fan and a baseball fan. And the fact that they didn't win the World Series, uh, yeah, obviously I am really, really looking forward to when they break through and win the World Series again. Uh, but I do not buy into the theory that a season in which they don't win the World Series is a waste. I, you know, I hope that the National League West is competitive enough this year that that uh, that the season doesn't get boring with the Dodgers just rolling over everybody. But that was one of the things about last year that was so fun. They won 106 games, but they had all those walk-offs, which means there was excitement too. You know, there were a lot of games that they could have lost that they didn't, and so it was, last year was kind of the best of both worlds. Uh, but we just need to add the best of the third world, which is the World Series victory. Uh, but I will always value the six or seven months of entertainment. Yeah, I mean, we've said it before, but if you base your fandom on the results in October or November, uh, you're going to be disappointed probably 90 plus percent of the time. Yeah, yeah. And, and the fact is, if only the team that wins the World Series had a successful season, uh, that's a that's a grim way of looking at it for 29 fan bases every year. So. Uh, All right, Vince, your next question from, let's do at J-N-M-L-M-Z. I won't try to figure out what that means. Uh, The question is, have you priced the new home run seats? I had to pass for opening week. And then the emoji with the big eyes, Uh, the new bleacher seats have gone up drastically too. So ticket prices going up at Dodger Stadium. Vince, what do you think? Yes, yes, specifically the home run seats. I did. I, I I didn't price them for every game. I know there's the tier pricing. I priced them for a couple games, uh, specifically like a random Tuesday game that was no giveaway, and it was still around ninety dollars. I know it's all you can eat, and I know you're more likely to get a home run if you're sitting there, or maybe not more likely. Oh, well, more likely, I guess. Uh, but still, you know, probably a little bit too much for me, especially me specifically. I've been to Dodger Stadium. A lot of times, I've sat pretty much anywhere you can sit. Uh, yeah, pr- I mean, I've sat pretty much everywhere. And for me, it's pretty hard to spend anything over like $50 on one game unless there's a giveaway um, or it's like some kind of special event or something. So for me specifically, yeah, I'm not going to probably sit in the home run seats unless I get invited. Uh, but it's a good idea. It's a cool idea. And I'm sure they'll sell out pretty much every game anyways so but yeah at least for me specifically i probably will not be in the home run seats yep all right jeff your last question comes from nick asphalt at nick asphalt what are the chances cody thomas makes an appearance at the mlb level this year and he adds hashtag future home run derby participant (laughs) Hashtag go Dodgers. Uh, I I agree with the last hashtag. Um, uh, as far as Cody Thomas, I mean, the chances are nearly zero that he plays in the big leagues this year. Uh, he's not on the 40-man roster. And so that, I mean, obviously every year guys play in the big leagues who didn't start the year on the big league roster. Uh, but Cody Thomas has only played... Uh, yeah, Last year he played the whole season at double-A. He hasn't even played in AAA yet. 
and he had a 751 OPS at double A last year. Uh, I think he'll play in Oklahoma City this year, which means he'll have the the major league ball. And so, you know, and, and he did say when he was talking to Alana the other day after one of the games, he mentioned that he has been working on a swing. We talked on Wednesday about uh, the Dodgers tinkering with swings and being good at rebuilding swings. And Cody Thomas apparently is one of those guys. So that makes him interesting to me. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if he has a good solid season at AAA. Uh, but between the Dodgers outfield depth and, and just Cody Thomas not being on the 40 man roster, it's hard to see him getting a chance in 2020 unless unless some really weird things happen. Do you disagree, Vince? No, I do not disagree. Good. I get mad when you disagree with me. Um, all right, Vince, your last question. Uh, and, you know, you already did an obscure Dodger, but now we're going to ask for another one. Uh, at Real M. Coville asks, who is your favorite obscure slash random Dodgers player of all time? Like someone who wasn't that good or wasn't around for long, but you liked them anyway for some reason. And Vince, I'm going to tell you, you can't go with the obvious answer of somebody who wasn't around for very long uh, because I know you're a big Mike Piazza fan, but Mike Piazza was good, so he doesn't count. Oh, yeah. I would never use Mike <laughs> Piazza as an obscure Dodger. Uh, there's just so many, and, and you know, obviously we have one t- two to three times a week depending on who hosts what day. Uh, it's hard to kind of choose. There's some from childhood, growing up. There's some from obviously more recent years. Um, I'm just going to, I don't know if I can pick just one. Um, I guess if I had to pick just one, I'd go Mike Fetters just because of, you know, his physique. I like players that have similar physique to me and that turning of the head in a quick motion when he was getting ready to get the sign from the pitcher and getting ready to start his, uh, not delivery, but his uh, stretch, uh, going from the stretch. So, yeah, Mike Fetters is the one that came to mind, although you can go back and listen to all our episodes and you can find some more of my favorites along the way. Yeah, there's lots of them. Uh, If anybody is interested in going back through our, uh, our back catalog, I know we started the obscure former Dodgers in, I think, episode 41. And uh, I actually made it a Google spreadsheet to try to get a list of them. And I I got bogged down. I didn't get very far. So if anybody wants to go through, uh, let me know and I'll give you access to the Google spreadsheet so you can can do that. Uh, But yeah, the Mike Fetters is an interesting one. Uh, The two most interesting things about Mike Fetters for me, one, he's a white dude from Hawaii. He's actually half Samoan, but he he looks mostly white. Um, once you know he's half Samoan, you can kind of see it. And the other one is that he's a Mormon like I am. So not exactly like I am because he's half Samoan and I'm all white. But, you know, um, yeah. So that's my Mike Fetters thought. All right. Well, that'll do it for all our questions. Thank you guys for submitting questions. As always, you can always submit questions on our social media accounts at Locked on Dodgers, Twitter and Instagram, or Jeff is on Twitter at Snydog. I'm at Vince Samperio. Uh, oh, I'm at Vince Samperio. DMs are open on all those accounts. 
You can also call and leave us a voicemail or shoot us a text, 323-863-LOCK. That's 323-863-5625. Other things you can do to help us out are subscribe uh, on Apple, preferably even if you don't use that as your podcast app of choice. Download every day, listen every day. Know, tweet about us or post about us every day if you're listening. You want to take a screenshot or post it on your IG story. You know, no one's going to stop you if you want to post it on a, if you want to tweet it. No one's going to stop you. So, you know, help us spread the word that way. Um, and tell your friends, tell your family, and rate and review us on Apple or wherever you listen to your podcast. We are here every weekday morning, and we hope you'll be with us. When you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Dodgers. And remember, you don't have to agree. You just have to listen. Have a good one. And now, tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked on MLB. We'll talk to you on Monday. I say D-O-D-O-D-G-E-R-S. The team that's all heart, all heart and all thumbs. They're my Los Angeles, your Los Angeles, our Los Angeles. Do you think we'll really win the pennant? Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.